Welcome to Words of the Womb, the podcast. I'm your host, Eve. I'm a women's coach, womb worker, wild woman and poet. And I'm here to bring a voice back to the womb within us all. In this podcast, I'll be sharing powerful solo episodes, as well as soul-nourishing conversations with other incredible women that will inspire, educate, and awaken the wild woman within you. We will be talking all things womb work, women's health, periods, pregnancy, birth, feminine expression, sexuality, pleasure, poetry, and so much more. So, if you're ready to reclaim the power of your womb, your wildness, and your womanhood, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to Words of the Womb, the podcast. As always, I am your host Eve and today I'm joined by a beautiful friend of mine, Marina. Marina is a somatic coach and embodied space holder. She is passionate about how to find deep embodied freedom and how to design our lives and businesses from the expression of our unbounded authenticity and sovereignty. Mm. Beautiful. Welcome, Marina. Mm, thank you. So beautiful to have you here today. So you've literally just jumped on the call pretty much and we've not done a massive check-in. So we're going to start with, um, yeah, a little cycle day check-in because obviously this podcast is called Words of the Womb and I like to weave a little bit of, of that into every episode. Um, and yeah, just share how you're how you're feeling today, um, how you're landing into this space, what's present for you, Marina. Hmm. I am feeling grounded. Um tired. There's a sense of exhaustion that is happening um in my upper body. But I feel very present and anchored in my lower body um I'm on day I think 21 of my cycle maybe 22 Mm, so I can feel the slowly going into um yeah the decreasing of energy and and uh, going slowly into the winter I can feel that energy very much and my body preparing Mm, and emotionally I am super excited to be here with you I know that our conversations are always very very nourishing so I'm really excited to see what wisdom is going to come out (laughs) Mm, beautiful yeah me too me too Mm, thank you for sharing that and receiving you in all that you're feeling and experiencing right now. <clears throat> so I have already shared with you that I'm on day one. 
So I feel like we're like opposing energies today. Um, and this is why I'm speaking very, very slowly and moving very slowly. Um, mm. So today I'm feeling the word that came to me this morning was heavy, um, but not in a negative way. Um, in like a really juicy, uh, I'm so rooted and, and and down in my body, like down in the, you know, the, the lower half of my body and my womb, I feel full and heavy in like, yeah, a really juicy way. Um, I also sense a little bit of anxiety I feel like it, it, it it's always present, I think, with, with podcasts and stuff like that. But um, no, I'm really excited to be here with you because, yeah, like you say, our conversations are always really incredible. Um, you know, the last time we did a podcast episode for my older podcast, we finished and we were like, we could speak for another hour or two here because there's just... <laughs> so much goodness that comes out of uh, our connection and the conversations we have so yeah really excited to be here and um what we're going to be talking about today what we've um sort of decided on and so that everyone knows is uh we're going to be kind of focusing on um embodied leadership um as our kind of topic but because I'm on day one today I do have I have like a few notes but I wrote them like a week ago so I don't know if they're like relevant for me now or anything like that so we're just going to see where the conversation goes I feel like I feel like that's the best way with me and you anyway yeah I love that I love that let's see what comes out <laughs> beautiful amazing so the first question that I would really like to kind of ask you then is um, just to share a little bit more about yourself and um, what you do, right? Because the intro, you know, as beautiful as it was, it only shows a very small amount of the incredible work that you do. So I would love for you to just share a little bit more about that. So those listening know who you are and, and what you stand for. Hmm. I will take the direction of embodied leadership as it is the topic of our podcast. Um, so what I do basically is hmm, how we are aligning our lives, how we are aligning our businesses from a place that is embodied, from a place that is whole. That means that we relearn to be in our somatic intelligence. We need relearn to feel safe in our bodies, to feel safe, to feel. Um, and that leads to more authenticity. That means that leads also to more integrity because the change is not coming from the outside that you impose on the inside, but you are actually creating impact and designing your life and and I have an image that comes, you know, like the impact we are creating, but more like as we are not separated. I am the earth and the earth is made out and creating your life from there. 
this is when it's truly embodied. This is when there is full integrity because it is felt. So this is what I do. <laughs> uh, and I looked, I look also at collective system because I don't believe that we can, again, separate ourselves from the collective, from what is happening system in, on the systemic level and from what we've learned over centuries and what can be deconditioned on an embodied level. Our bodies learn to act, react a certain way, to disconnect, to numb. And I'm looking at that systemic part as well, because for me, this is where there is the missing link into reclaiming authenticity and reclaiming reconnection to the whole. Yeah. Um, let me see if something else wants to come through. Um, a big base of my work, to make it more simple, is about <laughs> everything starts with feeling and safety. Mm. Yeah, the rest that that's the foundation. Mm. And it is it is so 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 simple, but it's not easy. Not all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that one hundred percent. Thank you for sharing that. And I really do feel like. There's no one else that I would want to have this conversation about embodied leadership with than you, because the way that you share this work, um, specifically relating to, to, to business, you know, leading your business from a, an embodied place is really so powerful. And yeah, there's no one else that I would want to have this conversation with really. So I'd love to go a little deeper into that and ask you, what does embodied leadership mean for you right now? Hmm. So what comes to me as a first answer is where I started and when I started my business. I started my business, I had already worked a lot on my personal trauma and I will, I, I had a background, I have a background in social science, politic, nonprofit. So I had this collective awareness, this activism, this drive for impact and change. And when I started my business, for me, it was so sure I didn't know much but one thing that I knew is that I wanted to lead it in a way that was congruent with everything that happened before in my life was congruent with my values was congruent with my relationship with myself that means on an embodied level trauma informed that means being attuned to my emotions um that means being attuned to my body as well um and, and all the bits and pieces that I had found, I wanted this to be the foundation of my business. I wanted my business to be the incarnation of what I believed in and what I could see possible through the personal work that I had done. And yeah, and that was also creating that bridge between, okay, the personal development and the impact we're creating collectively. So for me in that journey, what it meant it meant that um, when I started getting into marketing, for instance, I didn't 
my 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 thinking process it's not even a thinking process is that my body will react to things that didn't feel right my body will react to things that were targeting fear and trauma and pain because this is still coming from the same response of scarcity and and activating your nervous system so that you feel you need the product right so for me, it was, okay, how do I do that without getting into these cycles? How do I do that with promoting a relationship of safety with my potential clients, a relationship of authenticity and honesty without manipulating, without using what I know in terms of nervous system, in terms of uh, suffering to sell, but on the contrary, so that was one part. Another part was, um, of course, there is a lot of things that are coming up when you're starting an entrepreneurial journey that's based on heart, that is based on mission, that is based on impact. And at the beginning, my nervous system and was going all over the place. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel worthy. Um, and it was it was quite a hard journey. And of course, I could have chosen to numb and just get it going. But for me, I mean, I don't know if I could have done it, actually, because my body, like my relationship with my body is so integrated that I cannot ignore the cues. So when there is something like a belief that is coming up, which most of the time is not personal, but is actually systemic, like relationship with money, which I put in the context of women and money that it's not much time that we're able to even open bank accounts. And in some countries, it's still not possible. So there is like a collective aspect to it of sharing your voice, even just tapping into your desires and creating something that you want. I mean, for me, that was something very unfamiliar in my body of like how to harness that energy. So what was happening, I had a lot of things coming up and instead of just going, going and going and pushing, of course it had happened because, I mean, we're human and we're learning as we're doing, we're trying and we're failing. You're like, oh God, I didn't listen that time. But it's it was posing and say, okay, I'm afraid right now. What is going on? Or I'm going into fight. Why am I going into fight? You know, why? what am I feeling not safe about? What is the conditioning underneath? Um, I remember one time trying to write an email and I was just going into massive avoidance. I was like, no, not now. And I had an amazing idea. It was about how the resistance is showing us uh, um, power dynamics. And anyway, but what was happening is that some people had joined my emails that I admire and I really like their work. And I just was sitting and I could not write that newsletter because suddenly I feel I felt that it was not good enough. I was not good enough. Mm-hmm. And putting it in a bigger context for me, that was also emphasizing that we have internalized so much this power relationship, power dynamics, that we are one above the other instead of, you know, this flat collaboration where we all have gifts no matter where we are in terms of following money doesn't matter but you know and that was internalized deep within me and I remember that was a very interesting moment of 
you know, looking at my embodiment, the way I've internalized the systemic and how did I want to lead my business. So in that moment, I didn't write that email and I didn't write actually for a couple of months because I decided to go deeper into deconditioning that part of me. Mm. So that's how it looks like for me to lead an embodied business is that knowing that the impact I create, knowing that my business is emerging from who I am, from what I embody deeply. Mm. And if I bypass it, it will show. You will feel it. You will sense it. And mm. I, I will not express myself in the same way. I will not choose the same strategy. I will, like, if I bypass it, there is still that layer underneath that I don't feel good enough. I, you know, that, that power dynamic that is unhealthy. Yeah. And that is shown in your marketing. That is shown in your relationship with your clients. When you sit down on, in a session with a client, that is shown as well. And the person you have in front of you might not get the transformation or the impact you can offer because you are in that in that dynamic. Mm. And at the same time, I want to add that, and it's okay if you are. It's not about changing the whole fabric of what's there, but it's like it's becoming aware of it and being comfortable feeling that and seeing that. So that there is a pause in between. So that you can choose also something different. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So much. Yeah. <laughs> Feels so good in my body just listening to you speak. Um mm. and what I really, I mean, there's so many things that I could um talk about and hopefully we can cover them cover some of them today but um what really came up for me there when you were sharing and and maybe I'll share a little bit about uh, what what embodied leadership means for me and in in my business right now as well is um and this has been something that's really been on my 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 heart recently is um this this uh, reality of being human, being human in our businesses, and when you when you did this with your hands and you said, you know, it's not about others being above us and and us being below other people or us being above other other people and this kind of like power dynamic. It's about us all being human and all having different gifts where we can hold each other in different ways. And it's okay to be a leader. It's okay to be powerful at the same time as being vulnerable, human, you know, having real experiences and, and, and real stories and things that you're moving through, you know, instead of feeling like you have to bypass all that and step into an entirely new version of yourself straight away to run a business. It's about saying, no, this is me. This is who I am. Mm, I'm getting goosebumps over my body <laughs> as I say this. Um, you know, this is who I am. This is what I teach. And this is where I am right now. And that is 
so much more powerful than pretending to be someone you're not or be more successful than you currently are, you know? Mm. 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 Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so powerful. And uh, As something... Sorry. I just want, I mean, I just would like to invite people to breathe with us when we are posing mm. and breathing just to integrate great what is coming up as we're talking yeah yeah and that's an important piece of this work right <laughs> is taking absolutely um, yeah and something else that I think I want to share quickly on 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 what it means for me to be um embodied within my business and within leadership um and I feel like it's it's happening right now is, you know, I'm here in my pajamas <laughs> with my hair in a bun. And I feel like you might be a bit jealous of this, Marina, because I know that it's been super hot where you are at the moment, but I have a hot water bottle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a bit chilly here. And, you know, I'm keeping my room warm and I'm free bleeding. You know, I'm free bleeding on my blanket and I'm, and this is, me showing up in my business, hosting a podcast interview, you know, and I'm able to do that and say, you know, it's perfectly fine for me to be this version of me today because this is who I am and I can show up here and I can do this work without forcing myself as well, right, without thinking like, oh, I've had this scheduled you know, with you for a week and I started bleeding a day early. So I have to do it. You know, I said to myself this morning, as soon as I noticed that I was bleeding, okay, what's on my schedule? How do I feel about that? How does my room feel about that? How does my body feel about that? And, you know, I was up from like 7.30. So there was quite a while between then and our, our interview. So I said, you know what, I'll have breakfast. I'll go, I'll sit outside in the garden I'll let myself be with who I am today and I'll, then I'll see how I feel. And that allowed me to be like, you know what, this is this is who I am today and I can show up like that, you know. I'm not suffering with severe pain because obviously I work with my cycle, etc. I can do this and I want to, I desire it. And, you know, since we've started talking, that anxiety that was present right at the beginning has gone it's melted because I love being in space with you. I love having these conversations, you know? So being embodied in the leadership of my business is being able to show up exactly as I am in every scenario and situation. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yes. <laughs> mm. Amazing. I feel that mm, this is what I would like to add as a piece or more like compliment is that this is the piece of authenticity, which is a cornerstone of embodied leadership. Mm. Is that can you be you with all of what you are and show up? And it's not about the what you do, but how you do it. Can you just be mm. you? Can you feel the emotions you're feeling? Can you be in that energy that is super earthy, that is super inner and, and show 
up from that energy and see what arises because we are so conditioned to like with expectation on how we should be how we should show up how you know like if you're even the fact that if you're bleeding then you kind of have to you know being in your womb cave and do nothing I personally love that energy even having sessions or groups because I am fully in my body there is no overthinking I'm really tapped in into my intuition and I just love that energy mm. And the same for emotions. Like this is, oh, if you're, I don't know, sad or like you should not be holding space if you're sad or you should not be showing up on social media if you're in that energy or that energy or if you're angry. But if I'm able to safe with that, to notice it and being like, okay, this is me right now. This is part of my experience. I am in my sensitivity and it is telling me something. It doesn't mean that I cannot be in contact with people and on the contrary I think we need more of that mm-hmm. I remember I think it was I mean of course okay not to have the capacity to be to feel safe with people and being in certain more vulnerable if that makes sense mm-hmm. um I remember a couple of months ago, I hosted a masterclass and um, I lost my sister and uh, that was a few weeks after I lost my sister and I felt really destabilized and I wanted to cancel the previous day. I felt stressed. And then the same day, I, I did the same process as you did today. I sat with myself and I was like, okay, who am I right now? What is moving and I felt sad and I felt like, okay, I'm, I, I am expecting myself to be someone I'm not. And that's why I'm stressed. I'm expecting myself to perform in whatever is. And when I realized, I said, no, I want to show up. And I, I want to do that because this is part of life. This is part of my experience. And I, I do feel safe to be in contact with others in that. And I honestly, in my experience, it was one of the best masterclass I hosted. Mm-hmm. Because I felt that that the, the experience of hosting it and facilitating, facilitating it felt really easy and really sensitive and really safe and really deep. And that came from the decision to meet myself where I, with leadership, feminine leadership also, was the reclamation of sensitivity. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. So something that's coming up for me right now and I think it's as you just said there, this, um, I can't remember the exact word you use actually, but the reconnection to sensitivity. Um, recently, uh, you sent you sent an email that was uh, all about um, this sort of the disconnect to our desires 
underneath our business and how leadership becomes this thing where we we feel like we're forcing or pushing and the vision seems too big because we're disconnected to the desire underneath it all and the, the, what I what I feel is like the sensitivity underneath all of the the work that we have to do in our business and I loved reading that email um it really like spoke to me there was so so much wisdom in it and I would love for you to just maybe speak into this um I don't really have a question <laughs> there's no question there there's just I would love to hear you uh speak into this um yeah notion of the desire underneath the work and how we reconnect to that and to, to our sensitivity within business Mm -hmm. um let's see what angle i i want to take it in mm. so for me the thing that was really crucial is that number one before even doing something before creating getting in the forward motion we need to feel our desires in our body. We need to let it move move us. So that that means definitely this kind of this attunement to sensitivity to our bodies, so that we can hold the sensation, we can hold the charge of it, because we're not used to desire. We have been disconnected from it. And some do, but sometimes we don't have the full information of it because we don't have the full feeling of it. We just cut it out. It's like you have a glimpse. Oh, you know, I want to do that. Okay, let's go. And then, but I actually don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's not that we don't know because, and when I say our desire, I'm not feeling safe because my work is somatic, the way I read it and the way I understand that is that the sensations of our desires are not feeling safe. Mm. That means that before feeling it, the nervous system kicks in to protect us from it, and we get into that state of confusion. Mm. So by learning to drop back in, by learning to attuning to our sensations, to our sensitivity, to what is there and feeling safe with it, we get to start feeling safe with the scope of our desires, with our power as well, because this is where the power is. And we get to access that energy that just starts moving us forward instead of moving from the fight mechanism. Of like I have to do. We move from that place of relaxed arousal, where we are connected to these sensations, where we are connected with the emotions that are going with it, and the mission is not big anymore because I can hold it in my body, in my physical container. I feel powerful enough to hold it. And to be with it. And then the body is so intelligent that, you know, the rest is just following. 
Hmm. I'm not sure if that answers your question. This is the, <laughs> how did I want to take it? How, what came up? Mm, no, that's beautiful. I love it. I'm just going to tap in and see what I want to pull from that. Mm. Um, again, it's not really a question. <laughs> it's just what's coming up for me is, um, you know, and and you know this because uh, you've you've done it with me before when I when I teach uh, sex magic, which is a manifestation practice. Um, and that is all about coming into the desire of what you want, feeling what you what you want, feeling the depth of your desire before you get it. And what really sticks out to me with what you shared there is, you know, our ability to hold pleasure, especially as women, because we've been taught that it's not safe to have pleasure and you know I believe our desires within our business come from the desire to have more pleasure <laughs> essentially you know whether it's abundance whether it's freedom you know um whether it's to do something that you're passionate about and be doing something that's rooted in your values you know that brings us pleasure and joy so that's what we are essentially going after within our businesses and the way that we lead but you know like like you said in, in the email and just now is you know people disconnect to that and start doing straight away they go into the doing motion the okay I want that let's go get it instead of actually sitting with okay can I hold the fullness of what I desire you know and come back into safety with that. Um, yeah, and I, I think I'd love to talk about like the fears, the, the fears that come up um, within our business, within, uh, you know, seeking more pleasure. Because what I have noticed, and, and I'd love to, to know your experience as well, Marina, is with running my own business, you know, I obviously started doing a lot of this work before I ran my own business, you know, um, creating understanding with um, my, my body, my nervous system, what's safe for me, um, creating a deeper connection to my body and, of course, my, my cycle, my wound, um, you know, in, in my strand of work. But um, nothing has brought up the fears and the traumas and the conditioning that I've experienced in life, like my business has. Nothing. Oh, there's a little cat on your screen. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. <laughs> I got a little bit just distracted as you were talking because he entered he can be a little bit naughty so <laughs> I love it he wants to be involved in the conversation yes, he wants really to. <laughs> let me just reconnect 
where it was distracted yeah. by the fur child. <laughs> <laughs> so typically me. Um, you were talking about um that your business has brought up so much fear and trauma like nothing else mm, yeah yeah so I feel like our business is like this initiation into this work on a whole new scale because you know when you're when you're selling your work and, and particularly when you're doing something that you love so much You're putting yourself out there in such a vulnerable way. And, you know, it brings so much to the surface, so many fears, so many things that we need to move through. And I feel like um, having your own business is almost like this. I'm not going to like the way this sounds when it comes out. I'm going to say it. It's like a ticket to healing quicker. And I don't mean that in a way of like, oh, okay, fear's here. Let's move through it. Like, you know, but it brings stuff up so much more often that we are faced with our fears on a more regular basis. So we are being invited to constantly come back into our body to regulate our nervous system, to build safety, to rewrite the stories. And this is, this can be so challenging. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but you pressed something and I cannot see you anymore. Oh no! <laughs> Can you still hear me? I I don't see the window anymore. This is so weird. <laughs> can you this still hear? So me? Yes, I can still hear you. Okay. Uh, so let's let's continue like that. Even if I don't yeah, see you, let's... that's okay. <laughs> Maybe this was supposed well, to happen. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> Just so that I focus on your voice. <laughs> I think I she doesn't it. like this topic of like fear. <laughs> Why are you talking about this? Um. <laughs> yeah. So again, there's no question there, but I would. I suppose I would just love to to hear. What you have to say about this, and um, yeah, mm. what what you have to say on everything that I just shared, because I feel like <laughs> it was a bit messy <laughs> and interrupted by the cat. <laughs> so you you riff on this now. <laughs> okay, let me try. <laughs> Let's see what what's what's coming. Um. Like I, I mean, I resonate with everything you say. Like, I was aware when I decided consciously to start my business because me, there was like the before vision. I am starting a business with a vision, and I remember that moment. I was so aware of the emotional charge of this you that I could not do that alone and body that is supporting others asks us to feel safe in more of us 
So to feel safe, being powerful, sovereign, being with pleasure. And all of this is not just related to the business, but to the fabric of our beings. It asks us also to be in relationship, in deep, intimate relationship with others, whether it's communities through social media or through clients. And that means looking very strongly also as how am I attaching to other people? Where am I feeling safe? Where am I not feeling safe? what is my you know attachment style and what and i feel that hmm, like bec like there is a part that knows already where it wants to go there for me this is the part that is like more soul you know it's like it's the part that 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 knows what it is creating and there is whole the human experience at the same time that is happening and is realizing how big it is and how hmm, and how sovereign we need to be able we need to be we need to be I don't like the formulation we need to be but then we go back to embodied leadership which is for me that sovereignty to lead such a business Because we are creating it and we have impact and we have responsibility and we want to receive money. It touches her. It, it touches two things, worthiness and safety together. So there's so much happening and it is also going, I want to say against, but against what we've been taught as women around money, around power, of, around visibility um around because we want to lead embodied business around how it's done how it's not done like for me it's been such um, a journey into yeah like quick way I, I like the, the way you put it I mean I don't like it and at the same time I like it we are all the time faced with our shadows where with, with our internalization with our own our embodiment in the good sense of it and the bad sense of it there is no good and bad but kind of to just give like a little bit of a um of a balance and an idea i don't know if it's clear but this is what comes what what is coming for me as you're sharing around here oh and i have another thing that i think is quite important to bring in into the topic of fear for me there are two types of fear the one that is leading and the one that is felt. And when we start being able to feel that fear, just for the energy of fear, is when it gets easier. <laughs> hey, my loves, I wanted to really, really quickly interrupt this episode to share with you that one of my all time favorite brands Indigo Luna is gifting my listeners a juicy discount for tuning in to Words of the Womb. I am totally obsessed with this eco-conscious women's wear brand because they have everything you could possibly desire from super comfy yoga wear to elegant intimates and cozy knitted winter wear. 
A friend of mine introduced me to Indigo Luna's products a few months ago and I have been hooked ever since. I literally do not want to take their super soft garments off my body. Indigo Luna have so many beautiful items available and everything is ethically made using sustainable materials. So you really can't go wrong with this incredible brand. And if you want to treat yourself to some luxurious new clothing from Indigo Luna, you can receive a special discount by using the code words of the womb at the checkout. Check the show notes below for a direct link to their site and enjoy your new Indigo Luna goodies. Yeah, I love so much what you share there. And there's there's two things that have uh, have come up for me here. The first thing is it's just a quote that I actually saw um, the other day and it really spoke true to me because this year in my business is um like I've I've pushed I and I say pushed myself from a place of safety not forced um to do things that have been really scary and I have evolved so much more in the last six months than I have in the last four years because I have allowed myself to build safety and put myself in situations that are scary um but the quote that I saw uh the other day is um it's scary because it's unfamiliar not because you're incapable incapable sorry let me say that again that didn't come out very well (laughs) okay it's scary because it's unfamiliar not because you're incapable and it really, really spoke to me because it was like, th- this is what, what comes up for me when I'm about to do something that I'm scared of. It's like, oh my God, I can't do this. And it's like, no, you can. You just need to build safety within doing it. And how do we do that, right? Um, but the thing that I want, that came up, and this was actually something that I written down the other day. <laughs> it's like the only thing that I've written down in what I wanted to discuss that we brought up. But um there's a lot of talk about this feeling the fear and doing it anyway within this space, within the the sort of spiritual space. Have you heard have you heard it before? I have a lot of things to say about it. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, because so have I. It's like this. When I first started seeing this, it was like, okay, I'm terrified, I'm terrified of doing this. And I'm gonna do it anyway, right? Without looking at why it was scary, without trying to work on my nervous system without, you know, building any kind of safety within me to be able to step into the fear. And I I hate this saying, because it's like, well, no, you don't just feel it and do it anyway. Like, yes, we feel our fear. Yes, we need to recognize our fear. We need to feel it. We need to understand it. But I believe we need to feel safe before we can just dive into something that is um totally terrifying so um i'm gonna give you an example but my my computer has just come up with low battery so i'm just gonna go get my charger um give me two seconds (laughs) okay i'm finishing it from the floor (laughs) i can plug it in i love it 
I love it. Um, That's called being with life. (laughs) Being in the flow. So the example I want to give here is, um, so I used to hold, I used to be a personal trainer. I used to hold lots of classes. I used to hold space and speak in front of people a lot. And when I did that, I got to the point where I had a breakdown. I had a, you know, an anxious breakdown and I ended up quitting, quitting my job, sacking the whole thing off because every time I held space, I went into full flight mode, right? I had panic attacks, like I'd hold the space and then I'd come out and I'd have a panic attack and this wasn't healthy. So when I began doing what I was doing, what I'm doing now to start holding space, you know, I was seeing all of these messages of, you know, just feel that fear, just, just do it anyway. And I couldn't because I knew if I went in to do that, that I was going to put myself back into flight mode, right? I was going to be making myself sick, essentially. So I needed to create safety within my body before diving in. Um, and so, yeah, I would love to to get your opinion on this because I'm. <laughs> I can see you're ready to go. <laughs> you want to share some stuff? So, yeah, please, please share your opinion on this. Mm. I mean, I could not agree more with what you just shared. I think I I wrote an email or a post like some months ago around that that I don't believe in pushing through fear, which is kind of the. Mm, wait give me a sec which is uh the self-development industry male-centered self-development industry which is kind of focused on you know you're afraid just push through it not even feel it just push through it (laughs) which for me is actually creating sustainable like at some point then this is what happens then you just go into flight mode and you just quit or burn out because you're basically fighting against a part of you that is that needs to be expressed that needs to exist and that is healthy you're going into something you don't know so of course there is some fear and many times it's not only the fear of what is happening now but also fears that have accumulated from the past so what we are feeling is is an accumulation and the charge of the fear is way more than just this okay anxiety moment so I absolutely do not believe that it is about pushing through fear and when we say feeling it most people do not know what it means to feel your fear that's also the truth because it is a work that is dreading and and like actually feeling the charge of your fear in your body like from your pelvis your womb up taking your your legs and and that powerlessness that it's something that is so big and so massive that i i mean i know for a fact that very few people are doing it and when they say feel your fear it's just oh i'm noticing i'm anxious yeah i'm just pushing and bypassing which is yeah. super not healthy. And then you burn out, you're disconnecting. You actually, um, yeah, you're creating this cycle where you're not embodied in, in your business. And and that's definitely not sustainable, not to 
be there, not to hold space for others. Um, so for me, the actual, it's not about not being afraid. Absolutely not. It's not about expecting yourself to feel 100% safe. But it is definitely about building somatic safety. Having enough resources within yourself first that you can rely on that when you put yourself in that zone of discomfort. And the more you do that, I will tell you honestly, like in the last, in I, I mean, I want to say in the last two years, but even before that, every time I took a step that was actually right, I almost didn't have fear. I almost didn't have anxiety because I was already feeling safe doing the thing that I wanted to, to do. Or I was feeling, I want to say, I was feeling safe enough. And that's what we're looking for. Are you feeling safe enough to take the next step? That means trusting that, okay, you're going to be a little bit anxious and that's normal, but you're not going to go in panic zone. You don't want to run away from the situation. Because if you want to run away, maybe run away. Check why you want to run away. Maybe run away for a moment. Like, especially as women, when like we're talking about a survival mechanism that wants to complete as well the fact that we have the choice to step out the fact that we have the choice to run away from something and that needs to be reclaimed to feel in our power that needs to that it's part of setting you like the ability of setting boundaries the ability of choosing and many times when we want to run away for some uh, there is a, a very valid reason whether it's because there are fears that need to be felt or reaction that needs to be completed from the past or a conditioning that we are actually not agreeing with and we don't want to do it that way. Like I remember, for instance, my first, the first masterclass that I did, like it was quite, I, th I had, like, I, th I think 15, 20 people, which was quite a lot, but I pushed through and I was so stressed. And I just pushed through because at the time this is like I didn't know how to how to be with that I had hired a coach so the investment was quite big or so I wanted to you know start moving and and I didn't have the relationship with my was with my body that I had that I have now and I got lost into it so I pushed through I got really stressed and I did the whole masterclass into flight mode what happened afterward is that for three months I didn't go online because I was pushing through and I was not feeling safe enough to hold space in that setting. I was not. And one thing was because I was trying to be someone I was not. I was trying and that was, that was actually what I was running away from. I was doing things in a way that didn't resonate with me. And that's what I wanted to run away from. Not the masterclass itself, because you most of the time, it's not the thing that we're doing. We are, run away, we are running away or we want to run away from the how we're doing things. From the deep internalized conditioning that we say no to. And I think it's so, there is so much gold into this fear response or this no response, I want to run away because most many times that I, I feel that it is kind of intertwined. Like there is so much gold that if we start looking at it, it will be okay. I'm not, a, I'm not listening to my sensitivity. 
I am pushing sales when instead of attuning to the person in front of me and caring, I am doing marketing that I don't resonate with, that is not with my value and my integrity. Um, I'm in a relationship with whatever, a client or even like a personal relationship that I don't really want to. Or I need to sit with myself and meet myself deeply. Mm. And many times I believe when we go really into this panic zone or like, I really don't want to do it. It's one of the options. It's never pushed through. And to go through these options, we need somatic safety. Mm. Mm. So, so much power in what you just shared there. Amazing. Um, and there's two things that come up for me. Um, the first thing is uh, very recently, I actually shared a post about uh, my anxiety, uh, my social anxiety um, that, that that really kind of uh, mirrors what you what you said there about it's often not the thing we're doing that we're afraid of uh, or that we're running from. It's the the way we're doing it or the version of ourselves that we're trying to be. And I used to always think that I was anxious about my truth, about who, who I am when I express myself. But what I was actually anxious about was the person I was trying to be around other people. And as soon as I let that go and was like, okay, I'm here. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. And that's okay. That was when I could relax. That was when I could breathe, you know, and be, and be in my body in safety because I wasn't trying to be someone that I thought I had to anymore yeah yeah and the other thing that comes up for me there as well that I really liked that you shared was you know you don't have to have complete safety because one of the ways we build the safety to do the thing is by doing it <laughs> right we can't have this complete absolutely um, yeah this complete sort of uh you know, embodiment of safety going into something that we've not done before, if we've not done it, we build that safety. But you shared there that you have enough resources to show up and get you through, you know, if the fear comes up when you're doing the thing that's scary, you know, and that's the important piece, I think, that I was really trying to share before was, you know, I couldn't just go into these things and do, do the, do the fear without having something to take in there with me you know having the resources having some safety you know yeah hmm. mm. there so is something that, mm -hmm. I, go, go, I, go. there is something that i want to add because i feel that it's super important to mention because like on a rational level, I think a lot of things that we are saying might contradict each other. Like there is one version and the opposite. And I feel that like, for instance, when we say, okay, it's not about pushing through fear, but then at the same time, you still do it, right? You're afraid you have enough resources and you still do it. And that's how you build safety. So it's about listening and seeing what's there, but you kind of, you know, so I think that there is, like there is different polarities in what we are saying 
And this is where we'll go back to the embodiment work, to the somatic work. All of these things are feeling differently in our bodies. The feeling safe enough, the having resources, the part of like, if you want to run away or if you actually stay and do the thing, like all of these things like are different layers in our bodies. And when we start to map and read and listen, it gives us a totally different perspective than understanding this from the mind, because what was coming for me is like understanding this from the mind is like, okay, but then when am I doing it actually? And when am I not? When am I listening to my fear response and the wisdom of my fear response? And when I, when am I still going for it and doing the thing? What does it mean feeling safe enough? You know, like all of, and for me, it's all of this is subtle experiences on a felt level, on an embodied level. Mm. Mm. Yeah, thank you for adding that. So powerful. So I'm going to ask you, three more questions before we wrap up. I know we could sit here <laughs> for ages. Um, we can do a second episode. <laughs> maybe we should have like a talk show or something. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> so yeah, so to wrap up, I would love to know if there's uh, anything else that you would like to share, if there's anything uh, any offerings that you have that you would like to promote or or anything at all that is present for you right now that you would like to add to this this chat hmm. I think in terms of the chat itself we covered a lot of ground and mm. there is a lot of wisdom and I would just invite like whomever is listening to let it sink in the body <laughs> and see what resonates what wants to be picked up what wants to grow um and reach out maybe if there is questions <laughs> something that is unclear something that wants to be deepened and on offerings and my work I mean, I do work one-to-one -one with entrepreneurs, with women uh, who are on a mission, who wants to create impact, um, mostly with women. Not only, I have incredible men that I work with as well. Um, so yeah, I work one-to-one. -one, so if that's something that is uh, resonating, you can just reach out on Instagram. And I have a course that is coming up. Um, I don't know the exact date. I had to postpone it. And it's actually about embodied leadership. It's um, it's the name is embodied sovereign woman, and it mm. is going to be focusing on entering a uh, scene with building safety, being able to be with our desires and aligning our businesses, our strategy with that deep authenticity of who we are. Mm. I love the name. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Marina. Um, so the last two questions. The first one is a little bit of a 
like a quick fire kind of <laughs> kind of question. So I ask all the women who come on to this podcast this question because this podcast is called Words of the Womb. If your womb had a message for humanity, what would your womb say? Connect to your body and breathe. Simple. Yeah. Simple but powerful. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. And the final question is where can our listeners find you and connect with your work online? Mm, very simple instagram um at marina.yela with uh, a yeah. thank you so much for coming on marina i'm so so grateful for your wisdom and i really love having conversations with you so so much so much goodness comes out and oh i feel like this is just like the the perfect way to spend my room cave my day one I love it. I love it thank you so much for having me here this is such a special space that you have created and I really 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 love as well having these conversations with you they're very organic they're very easy they're flowing and I feel that there is so much nuggets of wisdom and gold that is coming out of it I could do that the whole day <laughs> Me too, my love, me too. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on.